Once again, to Let's Place. This is episode five. It's the second day of recording. No, I guess it's the third, technically. Uh, it's it's under 48 hours since the first one was recorded, and we're on episode five. Day three of his great work. He's been furiously fighting the games. Yeah, uh, there's a lot to get through. We've got through 20 so far, but that still leaves 999,980 to go, roughly. So, you know, we're going to be here a while still. Uh, yeah, like another two weeks. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A month tops. We'll be done by the end of the year. Um, it's in time for holiday shopping, kids. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I would ask you guys what you've been up to since last episode, but that was yesterday. So, oh, I should introduce you, though. That'd be polite. Uh, I'm Luke, the still host, and I've got, uh, Tall and Ty back with me this, this time. I'm back. I am Tall. I'm back and I'm not a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so far we've had sort of mix-ups of our, our guests, even the recurring ones, but this is, you guys were on episode two together and now you're on episode five together. You're, you feel like you're building a rapport with one another? Yeah, we're Alpha Squad. All right. All right, I like it. So, I guess let's just get on down to it. The uh, list so far, we have 20 games uh, ranked objectively and scientifically. These 20 games are in the correct order from worst to best. Or from best to worst, depending on which order you read the list in, I suppose. Um, And, uh, you know, eventually, this list will encompass every video game ever made. Like I said, probably by around Christmas time. Uh, but right now we have the top 20, and or bottom 20, we don't know how it's going to shake out. Uh, and here they are. At number 20, we've got Desert Speed Trap, starring Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. At number 19, we've got Wild Wheels. Number 18, Deki Yonku, Tough the Truck. Number 17, Gods and Heroes, Rome Rising. Number 16, Warlords, 1990. Number 15, Elsa Dentist. Number 14, My Frogger Toy Trials. Number 13, Aruberia no Atome. Number 12, Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude. Number 11, Koi Koi Shimasho Chu Super Real Hanafuda. Number 10, Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi. Just a lot of mouthfuls right there in the middle of the list. Number 9, IL-2 Sturmovic. Number 8, Busy Scissors. Number seven, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Number six, Bionic Commando 2009. Number five, D-Force. Number four, California Speed. Number three, Need for Speed Underground. Number two, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And number one, the best game of all time to our knowledge, Iron Lord. And, uh, What's that number two game? Uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. It was, uh, it was like a first-person shooter. It came out... Around 2007, 2008, somewhere around there. It was pretty popular. People liked it. Man, I'm glad it wasn't on that episode, because I would have... I've never even heard of that game. Yeah, yeah. it certainly wasn't suggested by you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And a quick note on Iron Lord. Uh, It is the number one game of all time, to our knowledge, right now. Uh, But after finishing that episode, we 
dug a little deeper and we discovered some of the music from Iron Lord. And that game's got a pretty fucking awesome soundtrack. So I feel a little more secure in the madman's gambit that we pulled here in placing it so high. I don't know if you discussed this on the podcast, but it was made in a castle. Huh? Yeah, huh? we saw. That, yeah, that was something else we found out. Ubisoft rented out a castle, and the developers worked in it to make the game. It's it's that's pretty a good great. number one. Yeah, I'm pretty comfortable with it being number one. But uh, it might not be number one for long. We have got five more games to sort into this list, and I do want to say I thought about it some more. I've been calling this a binary search, and that's not accurate. Really, what we're doing is inserting elements into a binary tree. But, you know, who's going to be that picky? Uh, yeah. We'll head that's off those letters. Those angry yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to think what sort of search that would be. Is it a... Is it... Breath first? I think it's breath first. I don't remember. Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we have uh, five more games to explore today. We have four that were randomly chosen from a l list of 100,000 video games, and then we have one that was submitted by a user, a listener. Um, there's no users of podcasts. So, uh... I don't know, I feel so, kind of used. Well, yeah, I guess I'm a user, in, if that's the case. I'm a dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's see, our list right now for games we need to rank. Number one, Scapon. Number two, Arnhem the Market Garden Operation. Number three, Tennis Manager. Number four, Thing Bounces Back. And number five, our listener submitted uh, suggestion, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. So, starting up from the top here, Scapon. Let's talk about it. What is it? It's a porn game. It's, it looks to me like it was a porn game made for the Nintendo Famicom. Yeah, that is. I'm looking at some images, and I am. There's some tentacles. Yeah, there are. Did Nintendo license this? I would be surprised. I thought I saw something that said it was a Famicom game, though. The full name, by the way, for some reason the uh, the list just has it as Scapon in all caps. But it looks like it's also referred to as Scapon Taikentai, the Enchanted Hunters. Oh, this is for think that... FM7. Maybe that's a form of PC. Yeah, no, it's not on the Famicom. Yeah, Nintendo would not allow this. Right, right. So, uh, let me just read the description I've got here on Moby Games. The year is 2028. It's said that an eccentric genius scientist has constructed a laboratory on an island known as Arrow Manga. So, already, we're in a dangerous place. This island is populated by robots and beautiful girls. An exploration team consisting of an intrepid adventurer and his female assistant, who's looking for her missing father, lands on the island and is prepared to explore the wilderness in search of the laboratory. Scape on Taikentai is a humorous, erotic adventure game. The player moves from locations represented as still anime-style screens with the arrow keys. Eight verb commands, such as examine, take, talk, etc., are available at all times in a menu to the right. In the wilderness areas, there is a considerable degree of exploration as the player is free to visit any locations from the onset. 
There are no real puzzles, but sometimes certain items have to be acquired and used in appropriate locations in order to advance. So it's a very basic adventure game that is meant to be funny and titillating. So, uh, do we have any other information we want to consider before we begin the ranking process with Scapon? Those mushrooms look like dicks. Yeah. Yeah, they do. With dicks with tentacles coming out of the, uh, the bulge. I don't remember what the term, the scientific term is for that part of the, of the dick. <laughs> it's called the glands. It's called the glands. Is that it? Okay, sure. <laughs> Mushrooms are, in fact, the reproductive organs of fungi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this game looks bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's got a very 80s anime style to it. You know, if you've seen, um, I'm trying to think of, can you think of any cartoons that sort of look like this? I, I know I've seen this style before, but I'm having a hard time placing it. Speed Racer? No. No, Speed Racer is not quite this. Uh, I don't know. You've seen this style before, trust me. <laughs> yeah, you can feel um, free to do a search on your own. Not at work. Don't look at this at work. Yeah, that'd be a bad idea. Mm. Um, there is definitely a woman just... Uh, there's some kind of like yellow man in shadow just going to town on her. Just her legs are spread, she's laying back, and he's just, uh, cranking away. She does not seem to be enjoying it. Yeah, uh, from my understanding, that's kind of a common trope in a lot of, uh, uh, Japanese erotic imagery, is that usually the woman kind of looks like she's in pain during it. That's from what I've seen a lot, and it kind of always unsettles me. Uh, there is a robot man with a human head. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, it's to be clear too. Again, this was made in 1988, and it's a PC game, so you can imagine the level of graphical fidelity we're talking about here. Um, it looks like they could display about five colors on the screen at once. Ever man, this is the same year as Snatcher. The game looks way better. Was Snatcher 1988? Oh, yep. Man. Yeah, okay, well, they don't get to get away on that one, then. This looks like it was drawn in MS Paint. It looks like they took in some day. some porn from the internet and traced over it in, M M in MS Paint. Obviously, they didn't do that because they didn't have an internet to trace from, but, you know. Yeah, this is this doesn't look like the best. I do kind of like the human-headed robot, though. It's not like just a robot. There's like It's like a box... That's full of wires and tubes, and then there's, like, an old man's head on top of it. I wonder what kind of erotic situations you get into with him. Ooh! Ooh! Many. Yeah. So, let's see. What is our middle game right now? It's a toss-up, because we have an even-numbered list. Uh, so I need to do random number between one and two. We've got a one, so we are comparing it to Yokoyama Mitsutero Sengoku Shi. Which, uh, you guys, this this game did not exist when last either of you were on. This is a uh, tactical strategy game for the Super Famicom based on... Whoa, 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 whoa. Someone made a Super Famicom in the time that it took from us to record this podcast? That's crazy. That's Wait, what? very impressive. You said this game didn't exist when we recorded this. It didn't exist on the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I thought someone made a you know Super Famicom game. That's crazy. I mean, they might have. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, this is a tactical strategy game. 
not directly based on the story of Romance of the Three Kingdoms, but based on an anime, based on a manga, based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Um, game Mechanically, as far as we can tell, it plays very similarly to the more popular series, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, uh, which did come over to America, unlike this one. So, uh, Tal, how do you feel about uh, Yokoyama Mitsutero Sengoku Shi versus Skapon? I think Yokoyama Mitsuru Sangoku Shi is the better game. Okay. Alright. Uh, it does seem like it probably has a, some more mechanical depth to it. And frankly, you know, I don't know. My gut feeling is in the late 80s, the technology just wasn't there. If you want to look at uh, porn, you can find better ways than in an adventure game. Uh, Ty, what do you think? I, I gotta get a strong down vote for, uh, for Scapon. Yeah. Yeah. Scapon or Scapon? Who knows? Um, Alright, so it's going down the list. So now it has, uh, what, another 10 to go again? So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. Let me flip this old coin here. And this. Uh, Alright, so now, uh, Ty, what do you think about Scapon versus Elsa Dentist? Oh, man. Elsa Dentist. Yeah. Oh. This is a real difficult one. I miss you, Elsa Dennis. <laughs> this isn't even the discussion, yeah. Elsa Dennis. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay, all right. I just there. I want to like use this time to talk more about how much I love Elsa Dennis now. In the okay. in the twenty four hours I've had to think about it, it's like I suppose that that alone is enough sentiment to to drop Scapon down the list. Uh, I honestly don't know what to make of my feelings between those two games, but it doesn't matter because you two have voted. So, one, two, three, four, five. So now we need to compare it to Dekayanku Tough the Truck, which was an uh, off-road racing game for the Sega Saturn that ran at approximately 10 frames per second. That's actually more than this game. <laughs> I guess you're right. This one is all static images, so it runs at, like... An average of zero frames per second. Also, the title's uh, way better. Dig a Yanku Tough the Truck. That sounds fucking rad. I don't know. I kind of like the name SCAPON in all caps. Mm. Okay, well. What does it even mean? <laughs> I don't know, but it's just a cool sounding word. It sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> SCAPON, I choose you. <laughs> yeah, it does, it does. Uh, so, do I hear two votes for Dig a Yanku Tough the Truck? Yes. Okay. That brings us down uh, into our two worst games, so let me flip a coin. Alright, we are now comparing it to Wild Wheels, the uh, browser-based uh, car game that just looked basically like Dekayanku, except somehow it didn't improve anything in the, like, the 15 years between those two games. So, Tal, I'll let you start this one. What is the frame rate of Wild Wheels? Uh, higher than one frame per second, or zero frames yeah. per second. Yeah. Okay. I I think Wild Wheels is is technically a better game. Okay. It's artistically a better game. It's mechanically a better game. So I am a little concerned though because there are well regarded adventure games that use this same sort of static image uh, mo concept, and I'm worried that if this is the metric we're judging them by, then they're going to end up perhaps lower than they should. We're not ranking frame rates here, you know? But they are a factor. They are a factor, I'll give you that. You're saying neither of these games have any redeeming qualities, so really it just becomes a numbers game. 
Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right, I can I can get behind that concept. Uh, so you're voting for Wild Wheels, uh, Ty. How are you voting? I gotta say, watching Escape Pod and Plummet, I'm kind of turning around on it. I mean, I, yeah. I do like adventure game more, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to go into depth into my sexuality, but you know, right. you know, we've all we've all had some questionable porn, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I I plug my questionable porn at the end of every episode. All right. I think I'm gonna give Escape Pod a little bit better than Wild Wills. Okay. How are you saying something tall? I, I mean, look, it's not just the fact that it's a pornographic video game. Mm. That seems like a bad pornographic video game. <laughs> oh, I agree. So I, it's down to me to break the tie here. And my feeling is that both of these games are look like very unpleasant experiences. But you know what? At least I come away from Scape On with, like, a chub. So I gotta give it to Scape On. <laughs> Both of them are completely without merit, but at least I, you know, get something just purely physical out of Scape On. So, I've got to put it above Wild Wheels here. So, Oh, wait, no, we have to compare it some more. I, I'm being... Head, I was putting it into the list, but I am being uh, too hasty. Wait, what did I just do? I just deleted something else. Yeah. I deleted Ducky Yaku. Okay. So... If it's better than Wild Wheels, now it's down to another coin flip. You've got a two. So now it's compared to Gods and Heroes Rome Rising, the uh, MMORPG based on ancient Rome. Ty, I'll let you start this one off. Oh, man. Um, well, I do think it's better than Wild Wheels. I don't uh-huh. think it's better than Gods and Heroes Rome Rising. Oh, wait a second. I'm... I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. It was already below that. I can't read. I think we've established that on several of these episodes. Ducky Yonku is lower than D- Gods and Heroes. Therefore, it can't be above Ducky Yonku. I'm, I'm cutting all this out, probably. Scapon goes above Wild Wheels below Ducky Yonku. Moving on! <laughs> Our next game on the list is Arnhem, or Arnhem maybe? Uh, the Market Garden Operation. Uh, and I don't have the slightest idea what this is. Been having real trouble trying to find this video game. Um, it co- comes up when I do a search. Operation Market Garden is a first entry in Artie Smith's World War II trilogy, including Desert Rats and Vulcan. It simulates the assault operation initiated by Allied forces in September 1944 to take over the Bridge of Arnhem, the Netherlands. Okay. There are British, Irish, Welsh, Polish, and American units of Allied forces against German forces, and five scenarios, including advance to Eindhoven. Operation Garden, Operation Market, The Bridge Too Far, and Entire Campaign from Start to Finish. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, let's see, I've, I've got some more information here. R.T. Smith, the creator and programmer of the fabulous game Encyclopedia of War Ancient Battles, created a trio of World War II games a few years earlier for the Spectrum computer that were later converted to the PC... Yeah, so it's Allied Campaign into the Netherlands. Uh, what kind of game is it, though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It appears to be a top-down strategy game. I see. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. His other game, Desert Rats, was the Italian invasion of Egypt. And Vulcan is the North African campaign from the invasion of American forces to the final expulsion of the Nazis. Okay. So, unlike uh, Sturmovic, this game does not take a... 
frankly, irresponsible, neutral viewpoint on World War II. It does seem to be a pro-Allied forces game. Uh, but other than that, I'm... I, have you found any screenshots of it? Because I haven't. It does have an entry on MobyGames.com, where you can find 21 screenshots. Oh, okay. Well, let me head on over to MobyGames.com, then. Let's see. Arnhem. Uh, the Market Garden Operation. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so this looks incredibly basic. Like, very garish colors uh no yeah this is this looks maybe not even 8-bit this looks like it might even be like a 4-bit game um you know the houses are represented by just squares with dots in them not not a not a looker i would say well, you know, that's how it looked in the real history <laughs> oh really okay that's fair i've never had such good graphics back then authentic I've never been to the Netherlands, so I don't know a lot about their architecture. That's fair. Uh, well, given that, uh, Tal, how would you compare it to Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda, which is an anime-styled Hanafuda game? It looked basically like a Japanese equivalent to video poker. I don't know how to play Hanafuda. I don't either. We looked into it a little bit. It looks similar to, like... It actually looks similar to poker. Where you're trying to build po hands of certain cards. And the one thing we really appreciated about it is that instead of just having abstract symbols, the hands in Hanafuda are... Every Hanafuda card is just a picture. And, like, a hand that counts is, like, a bigger picture made out of the pictures on the cards. Like, the cards are puzzle pieces. Which we thought was pretty cool. I would say graphically, uh -huh. Super Real Hanafuda looks pretty good. Yeah. I like the card art. Looks alright, yeah. Uh, this strategy game doesn't look very good. Yeah, it doesn't look great. Like, like, it, it just hurts. Like, what is this <laughs> pink on teal on white? This just hurts my eyes. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. I'm gonna say... Hanafu is the better game. All right, uh, Ty, how about you? Well, I, I'm gonna turn this off. I'm listening to the beeps and bloops of it. It's it's, <laughs> it's too much. Um, I gotta. I want to go with Hanafuda because you're just gambling with with you know cards, not men's lives. That's oh, I see. That's fair. Very true. That's fair. All right, uh, I was actually going to give it to. Uh, Arnhem, because that seems like a more mechanically complex game, even if it does look like uh, your cat ate all your crayons and then vomited. Uh, but I'm outvoted. So it goes above Koi Koi Shimasho, or it goes below Koi Koi Shimasho 2, excuse me. So that means we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Wait, did I miscount? No, that's got 10. Okay, so we flip a coin. And we've got heads, so that means it goes up against one, two, three, four, five. Goes up against Warlords, a game that uh, you two helped rank. Uh, the you know nineteen ninety strategy game that spawned the Warlords franchise, which went on to spawn the Puzzle Quest franchise. Uh, Ty, how do you feel? It sizes up against that. This is strategy game against strategy. Yeah, I feel this is this feels a little bit more fair. Um, I think I got to give it to Warlords though because I. I don't know, just my personal preference. I don't know if that enters into it, but I, I like fantasy, you know, yeah. reactments more than I like, um, you know, 
war reenactments. Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, Tal, how about you? Personally, I prefer history to fantasy. Okay. So I would vote for Arnhem. Really? Okay. Well, uh, I'm sort of indifferent on both uh, theme-wise, but Warlords just looks like a more well-fleshed-out game. It definitely looks nicer, and, uh, you know, I feel like people like Warlords. I have never heard of this game before. So I'm going to give it to Warlords. Uh, So, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, so... Oh, great, now we are comparing this strategy game to Scapon. Tall, what do you think? Both are very visually displeasing. Mm-hmm. Both are very visually displeasing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God, which one is worse? <laughs> I, I mean, at least in Arnhem, I'm learning something about history. Okay. So I'd say Arnhem is better. All right. Ty, how about you? I'm going to go with Arnhem for sim- similar reasons. Like, I feel yeah. at its core, there's probably a better game there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I'm voting for Arnhem as well. I feel like at least Arnhem is a game and not a very roundabout, obnoxious way to look at some badly drawn boobs. So now we need a coin flip, and we've got Tails. So how do you think that uh, Arnhem... Stacks up to t- uh, Tough the Truck, Ty. <sighs> tough the Truck, a game I still know nothing about. Um, yeah. I think it's going to go Tough the Truck. It's just... You're going to Tough the Truck, okay. okay. Uh, Tall, how about you? Trucks are cool, but you know what's cooler than trucks? What's that? Tanks. Uh... And Arnhem is tanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, alright, well, that means it comes down to me once again. Uh, and I've gotta say, neither game really looks like it's an especially good example of a genre. And I have to consider what these games look like. And Deka Yangu Tough the Truck looks real bad. But it is, strictly speaking, a more technically impressive game than, uh... Arnhem. So I think by a nose, I've got to give it to Dekayanku, which uh, places Arnhem just below it and just above Scapon on our list. So let me toss that in there. Make good time on this list. You know, we've learned a lot in the you know, since we've uh, podcasted last. We've grown. Yeah. All right. So now we're at a game called Tennis Manager. Does anyone know anything about Tennis Manager? I know things about tennis and being a manager. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Tennis Manager game. So I've got, uh, when I search for it, I find Rocking Rackets free online Tennis Manager game. Did this game come out in 1998 for Windows? Uh, let me check the list real quick. Tennis Manager. Uh, shoot. I do not have a year for it. It's got a question mark where the year goes. Is it uh, www.onlinetennismanager.org? I don't know. That's that's a possibility. It's a free online game. <laughs> well, that's a game, and it's called Tennis Manager, so I guess let's rank it. 
Uh, OnlineTennisManager.org. Yeah. yeah. Registration. Oh boy, I'm just gonna give it a my shitty email address. Yahoo.com. And it defaults uh, your country to Afghanistan. <laughs> I guess it's alphabetically the first country in their thing. Um, now, I am not a, a geographist, but my understanding is that Afghanistan is not an especially urbanized country. Uh, it's very. Uh, my impression is it's extremely rural and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know how many of them are playing online flash games in Afghanistan. I I don't like being on this website. I feel like I've caught something. <laughs> oh yeah, I I'd be shocked if we have not destroyed our computers. Let's see. I, I feel I feel ready to vote. Yeah. <laughs> you feel ready to vote? All right, let's vote then. Let's see. So we need to look at between number eleven and twelve. And we're going for number 11. Uh, how do you think it sizes up to Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda? It's worse. Okay. <laughs> I don't... I, Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda does not feel like it would actively harm me. This feels like it would. Alright, yeah, yeah, I can't disagree with that logic. I'm also going to have to vote for, vote for Super Real Hanafuda. Uh, which means that now, let's see, that gives us... 11 games to go for, so we're looking for the 6th. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Uh, how do you think this compares to Gods and Heroes Rome Rising? Ty? Uh, same logic. I'm going to say Gods and Heroes <laughs> right. Rome Rising. Okay. Uh, Tall. So, philosophically, yeah. is it worse to not be able to play a game or to not want to play a game? <laughs> yeah. That's the question. That's the real debate. Do you want to play Gods and Heroes and you're just unable? I, I, I'd like to see it. Well, you can find video of it. <laughs> I guess I don't really want to play it. Yeah, if I'm being see, so it's, you, it's two games you don't want to play. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like Gods and Heroes would be benign, whereas, yeah. again, this may have already harmed me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, the the a surprisingly strong factor is whether or not your game's website gives you a virus. That's not good. Which honestly, I don't know how else a dentist is as high as it is given that criteria because I'm pretty sure I caught something from that website. Uh but yeah, no, I I can't disagree. I think I think we're all going to have to vote gods and heroes above this one. Uh, which means that now it's once again time to compare a game to Scapon. Tall, how do you think this compares to that? <laughs> I'll put it... Th okay, here's... I'll give an opinion if I can. Uh, hey, go ahead. Well, uh, while this online tennis manager may give your computer disease, I feel Scapon will disease your mind. May. Okay. All your right. views on women and sexuality could forever be harmed okay yeah but my computer's more valuable <laughs> all right so ty are you voting for uh tennis manager yes <laughs> all right uh tall have you have you managed to put together a thought about this i i, 
I would rank Scapon above Tennis Manager. Okay. All right. So it's a tiebreaker for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I gotta give it to Scapon. Um, like I said, it's the same logic as, uh, I don't know, whatever other game I came away with this with. Oh, Wild Wheels. Was that, I don't want to play either, but at least one of them I might get slightly titillated. (laughs) So, yeah, I gotta give it to that. I will say, the art on the Tennis Manager website I think looks alright. We should say that. It looks kind of like if you played Dive Kick, it's very similar art to that. I'm not convinced that is their art. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put I, anything past www.onlinetennismanager.org. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So if it's uh, going under on, then... Let's take a look here and flip our coin. We've got a one, so now it's being compared to Wild Wheels. Uh, Tall, what do you think? I I think Wild Wheels is better. Okay, all right, Ty. I gotta say, at this level, I'm now I'm thinking about you know what it could be. Like, I've never yeah. really considered tennis management. Like, what is what does that entail? Yeah. I mean, I assume that this is someone looked at Football Manager and said, man, that's really popular. What can I do to try and rip that off? All right. I'll, I'll give it above Wild Wheels. Really? You will? Okay. I've got to say, i got to put it below Wild Wheels. Um, Wild Wheels is at least, like, a game. You play it. This is just, like, a web page with some numbers. It's basically a spreadsheet. It is just barely more of a game than the file that I keep this list on. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've got I've to go with Wild Wheels. Um, which means, at last, for the first time ever, a game is challenging Desert Speed Trap starring Roadrunner and Wily e. Coyote for the worst game of all time. Ty, which game do you think is worse? Well, now that you've told me it was just a spreadsheet, I, I, I had a Bigger ideas in my head. Um, I gotta give yeah. it to Desert Speed Trap, I think. It wins out. Okay. Alright, and how about you, Tall? I feel like while we have established that Desert Speed Trap is disrespectful to the Roadrunner license, <laughs> right. I feel like Tennis Manager is disrespectful to humanity, <laughs> okay. and so is a worse game. Uh, that is a reasonable opinion. I will point out, as we did uh, when this game was first ranked, that Desert Speed Trap was a Game Gear game. So I would argue it is also disrespectful to humanity, in that it supports the existence of the Game Gear. Did it, but... though? <laughs> <laughs> but what I will say is the Game Gear is a is an abstract philosophical harm, whereas the viruses I'm going to need to clean out of my computer now with a freaking sponge and a bottle of bleach... Uh, are real, tangible harm, and that's worse. Uh, so, congratulations, uh, Tennis Manager. You are now the worst game of all time. I'm still not sure we actually found the right game, but okay. What do you mean? I, uh, oh, there are I... lots of games named Tennis Manager. Oh, yeah, no, it's entirely possible this was not the game being referenced on this list. However, it is called Tennis Manager, and it is a game, so we have to rank it anyway. We may as well rank it now. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So if we cast uh, down all Tennis Manager games, like, 
Just <laughs> well, here, I will rename it to Online Tennis Manager to make it a little more clear which game we're talking about. Uh, if someone knows about uh, the tennis manager that was maybe recognized on this list and wants to correct us, feel free to write in. <laughs> anyway, for now, though, we're looking at the uh, title Thing Bounces Back. And when I first saw this game, I thought it was called Things Bounce Back, which struck me as a very, like, uh, like, that was a name that resonated with me, you know? It was like the sequel to Things Fall Apart. But that's not what it is. It's Thing Bounces Back, which now I'm assuming is a game about the thing from the Fantastic Four. But let's find out. Uh, it looks like it was for the Spectrum. Uh, let's see. And the Commodore 64. Oh, it's about like a, a spring frog hybrid with a clown nose? Yep. That's unpleasant. I'm watching video right now. This is, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. This game looks good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Oh, it looks like it was a sequel to a game called Thing on a Spring. I hear the sound coming through uh, one of your microphones, and it sounds alright. That sounds like a video game. <laughs> it sounds very much like a video game, that's true. So, yeah. Man, this... I'm kind of I'm kind of alright with this music. <laughs> it looks like you're navigating some kind of maze made out of, like, metal. Yes. And is it that your time is running out as you bounce around? Oh, now you're in, like, a platforming segment? Okay, so this has multiple modes of play to it. Uh, this looks alright, actually, yeah. Uh, it It's hard to know from video if, like, the things like the controls are responsive or if, like, the collision detection is good. But this looks alright at a glance. I do notice a considerable amount of screen tearing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which, yeah... For how much this game is scrolling around, though, that's pretty impressive for how old it looks based on the uh, fidelity of the graphics. I mean, when, it came out in 1987. Okay, that's not... That's reasonable, then. That makes sense. They pretty much had scrolling figured out by that point. Looks like a lot of it is you're jumping into pipes and then sort of warping around the level. If you've played... <laughs> actually, if you've played Bubsy and gone through like some of the secret passageways in that game, it's kind of similar to that, which... Maybe a comparison to Bubsy isn't the most uh, favorable thing for a game to have. But, yeah. Yeah, this game looks quite better. It definitely looks better than the three we've looked at so far. Going by YouTube comments, apparently <coughs> it's uh, known as Coil Cop in the American release by Epics. Oh, Coil Cop, okay. Let's take a look up Coil Cop. Uh, well, I just got a bunch of information on copper coils. <laughs> you gotta put game. See, that makes me think less of this game. What, the name Coil Cop? Yeah. Really? You, you're not a fan of that one? No. You know what they say about the police? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will not repeat it on this family-friendly program. Oh, uh, it's not really family-friendly. Uh, let's see, yeah. The star of Thing on a Spring returns in this sequel... The evil toy goblin is up to his own old tricks with his giant toy factory producing thousands of evil toys. In order to shut down the factory, Thing must travel through the factory's 11 different levels and collect the tape, floppy disk, listing paper, 
and ROM chips scattered throughout. The levels are filled with slopes, conveyor belts, interconnected pipe work years before Sonic the Hedgehog. And Oh, I see, because it's kind of like the chemical plant zone. And lots of foes to avoid. Question mark times have variable effects. What does that... Question mark times have variable effects. Okay. <laughs> Stepping onto them reveals bonus points, objects, or a large weight that squashes things flat. Well, that doesn't sound like a great mechanic. You either might get points or you might die. As Thing takes damage from enemies or weights, his oil level is reduced. When Thing runs out of oil, he becomes rusted and the game ends. Oh boy, that's... I don't like that. Like, for some reason, the idea of just losing your ability to move until you're petrified is way worse to me than just dying. To move between levels, Thing must enter the pipework through a vent and bounce around the pipes to find an exit. Okay, yeah. So, uh... Tull, let's see, what are we comparing this to? We're comparing it to the 12th game on the list. So, Tull, how do you think that uh, Thing Bounces Back compares to Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Loud? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm... Okay. Uh-huh. They both sound kind of dirty. That's true. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going to say that thing bounces back yeah. probably has more to offer you in the long term than mm -hmm. Leisure Shoot Larry Magna Cum Loud. Okay, I think that's probably fair. Uh, Ty, what about you? All right, well, I'm also not a fan of just randomly dying. Like a random effects that probably yeah. Leisure Suit Larry is you know not that great get <laughs> the game yeah I had someone um argue that it is in fact barely a game and more of just uh like uh, basically the same as Scape on you just go to different areas and look at different women uh so that's that's worth considering on the other hand I did see gameplay last night of uh, a conversation which was abstracted as you playing as a sperm dodging obstacles trying to reach the woman's egg, which represented successful seduction. That's not how it works. <laughs> no? <laughs> it is miseducating our children. That's very true. They're like at a bar talking, and then there's like an overlay of a sperm trying to get to an egg. So now we know where, so now we know where Undertale got their shit from. I guess, wait. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. It's uh, so probably better. Going, it's, better than, it's better than Leisure Suit Larry. Come on. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree also. I don't think this game looks amazing, but it looks better than Leisure Suit Larry. Which means that now, Ty, how do you think it compares to the 2009 reboot of Bionic Commando? <sighs> that was a pretty good game. I don't, I don't, I never actually played that game. Yeah, that was a very quick reversal. Uh, Tal, do you have opinions? Let me look this game up. <laughs> I like grappling hooks. Grappling hooks are cool. What about grappling hooks that are possessed by the soul of your dead wife? Cool. Okay. All right, so it sounds like Bionic Commando is up your alley. But is it mm -hmm. more up your alley than Thing Bounces Back? I would say that it is. All right. That's one vote for uh, Thing Bounces Back. 
Ty, have you done enough research in the third, like 20 seconds that took? Okay, yeah, this guy has a metal arm. That's cool. Uh, he does have a metal arm. Let's go with, let's go with Bionic Camp Commando. All right, Bionic Commando takes it uh, by unanimous vote in this case, which means that now we need to compare it. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. One, two. So, Ty, how do you think it uh, fares against IL-2 Sturmovic, the apparently very well-made uh, World War II aircraft simulator? They do have a lot of plans in that game. I've, I've been on record as having a lot of plans in that game. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of complaints about how low we ranked this. Well, we can't cave to what the masses say. I mean, of course not. Of course not. I, it's scientific. Like, was there even to argue? Yeah, I mean, I agree. But you know what? People are always trying to argue. You know, the Earth's only 6,000 years old. Climate change is a myth. IL-2 Sturmovic should be higher on the list. It's all just... You know, crock pottery. Are they saying it's better than Iron Lord? They better not be, because Iron Lord is objectively the best of these 23 games. All right. Putting that aside, it got got me a little angry. Um, (laughs) 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 IL-2 Stramovic is probably better than this Coil game. Okay. Coil Uh, Cop. What do you think? Yeah, Coil Cop. What do you think, Tal? I think IL-2 Sturmovic is better than Coil Cop. Yeah, I think so too. The Sturmovic seems like it is a a very strong example of its genre. Coil Cop seems like it is an interesting but ultimately forgettable uh, footnote in the pages of platforming history. Uh, so it's still not sorted yet, though, because this sorting process gets uh, progressively longer the longer we go. Now it has to compare to Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi, the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms strategy RPG. Uh, Tall, what do you think? I, I like the Romance of the Three Kingdoms more than Quail Cop. All right. Uh, Ty, how about you? Same. All right. Uh, I think I probably would have given it to Quail Cop just because I like platformers more than strategy games, but that is a two against one vote, so it goes in. Uh, oh no, so now we have to compare it to Koi, Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda. Ty? Uh, since I've actually had time to look at Koi Koi Shimasho uh-huh. 2, uh-huh. gonna give it to Coil Cop. Give it to Coil Cop, alright. Tall? Hanafuda looks better, so it's a better game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of this style that Tall has taken on, where he's just, no nonsense, just get right to the heart of the matter, you know, five words or less. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm gonna give it to Coil Cop. So, that is ranked now. And more importantly, I think we might have... Okay, we've almost bumped Leisure Suit Larry out of the center of this horrible list, so... Whether or not we do so permanently depends on our, uh, actions next. Our final game for this episode is... Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. Since this was a listener submission, it's one I've actually heard of. This is a uh, Telltale game. They're a noted adventure game maker. They're responsible for the revival of Sam and Max. More recently, they've done The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, The Wolf Among Us, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, Minecraft Story Mode. This was uh, an earlier game that they did. This was probably right after Sam and Max. Um, and it is based on the Homestar Runner series of cartoons, which were a, a popular thing on the internet about ten years ago. Uh, were you guys Homestar Runner fans? Because I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah? I confess that I didn't really get into Homestar Runner. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, 
So I actually don't know too much about this game specifically, but I know a lot about Homestar, and I know a lot about uh, Telltale, and I feel like I'm ready to pass judgment on this game on that basis. Uh, I don't know if you guys need to want to look into it more specifically, or if you're ready to vote. I feel ready to vote. All right, and how do you feel it votes against, uh, I should give you something to put it against, against Koi Koi Shimasho Real Hanafuda? I feel like Hanafuda is a game that I could play endlessly, okay. whereas all Telltale games last, like, a couple afternoons. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, Ty, how do you feel? Well, it is a strong argument, I, uh... Well, I think there's something to be said for uh, those niche games. It's like it just hits the spot. It does one thing well, gets in, gets out. So I got to give it the strong, bad, cool game for attractive people. Okay. Um, so this is sort of came up when we were ranking this game originally. I feel like games like Hanafuda and really most card games are fun to play with other people, but I don't think video versions where you're just playing against a computer are very compelling. So, uh, I've also got to give it to Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People, which puts it up in our top half of the list, which means that no matter how we vote from here on out, Leisure Suit Larry is now very difficult to reach through a uh, binary tree insertion. So Die in the hooray. same hell as Abrero no Tome. You... Yeah, exactly. You mean Aaron Burr no Honor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, now we need to compare... Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people to Bionic Commando. Ty, what do you think? Um, I, Bionic Commando, you have your wife as a whip. You have your dead wife as a whip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the primary uh, strength of Bionic Commando. Okay. <laughs> Can I, is she like a... Is she is her soul in the whip or? So what it is, you have a, a robot arm with a grappling hook in mm-hmm. it, and near the end of the game, it's revealed that in order for uh, cybernetics to link with the mind properly, there has to be an emotional sync up as well as a physical one. And to do that, they uh, I don't know if they killed your wife or if they just took her body after she died and somehow injected her soul into this robot arm. My and God, she's been fighting alongside you all along, and you didn't know it. That's deep. <laughs> All right. Well, with this new knowledge, I have to say, Strong Bat's probably a better game. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, Bionic Commando. <laughs> uh. Tall, how about you? I-, I fear that the title, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People, uh-huh. is an affectation to make up for the deficient qualities of the game. Oh, I see. I see. Whereas Bionic Commando is straightforward. You play as a Bionic <laughs> Commando. Yeah. That's it right. doesn't have to lie to you. It I, presents do, itself I do remember the, the trailer honestly. for Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People, where they came on and said, Hey, this is Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People, but you can play too. So they were really sort of being insulting with that title. That, see, that's just rude. We yeah. can't reward that. <clears throat> so you're voting for Bionic Commando. Uh... And, Ty, you voted for Strong Bad, right? Okay. Uh, so that comes down to me, and it really comes down to whether I like Homestar Runner's sense of humor more than I like the anime bullshit nonsense of Bionic Commando. And that is a hard question for me to answer. Um, 
I am going to go with Bionic Commando. Um, mostly because I feel like that era of Telltale games was a little slapdash. I think the writing was usually fine, but the mechanics were kind of eh. And uh, I think Bionic Commando was probably a more consistent experience. I think it was pretty good all around, instead of being sort of uneven in different categories like Strong Bad was. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it to Bionic Commando. Which means that now we've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. So, Tal, how do you think IL-2 Sturmovic compares to Strong Bad School Game for Attractive People? Sturmovic's better. All right. Can't get more to the point than that. Ty, how about you? Yeah, it was, it was a competition with Bionic Commando, but Sturmovic is better. <laughs> That's fascinating that it was in contention with a game better than Sturmovic. Yeah, yeah, it seems like something you should investigate more, but you shouldn't. <laughs> Don't think about it, people at home. Just yeah. Look, the, the method doesn't always make sense to individuals, but as a process, as a whole, it's indisputable. Right. Well, and I think what you see is that maybe at certain steps in this process, strange results occur, but by the end of it, you do have an objectively correct answer. It's like quantum physics. You know, like it was confusing why California Speed was the top game for three episodes in a row. But now Need for Speed is above it, where I think most people would say it belongs. You know, it's it's a it, it just takes time to work out the the algorithm. Exactly, and you know, the Iron Lord found his place on the throne where he belongs. Yeah, uh, I actually would have uh, voted Strong Bad School Game for Attractive People above Sturmovic, but that is a minority opinion. So now we need a coin flip to decide what it goes up against next, and that is going to be. Uh, thing bounces back. So, Ty, how do you feel about that? I think I think I would get more enjoyment and more fun out of Strong Bads over the thing bounces back. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, platformers can be fun, but, I mean, they're both going to give you, like, short experiences, but I feel right. it would be more memorable with Strong Bads' cool game for attractive people. Okay. Uh, Ty, what do you think? I think Thing Bounces Back has some pretty cool sound effects. It does. I haven't heard anything that good from Strong Bad. All right. Well, yeah, on the merit of its sound sound effects, then you're voting for Thing Bounces Back. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Strong Bad mostly because you can get platforming and eight uh, bit beeps boops from a lot of different places. There's only one video game that can give you Homestar Runner writing, uh, which means the last game it's going up against is Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi. Uh, Tall, what do you think? What was that game again? Uh, Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi. Oh, you meant what is it, not what's its name. Yeah. <laughs> that was the uh, Super Famicom strategy game based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Oh, yeah, that's a good book. And the box art's pretty good, so I'd say it's better. All right. Ty? I would say... Wait, what was it, what were we doing again? Uh, strong... <laughs> Well, we're on a show called Let's Place, <laughs> where we're trying to rank all video games. Okay. And currently we're comparing Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people to Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangoku Shi. Okay. Alright, what was that again? Yokoyama? That was a Japan-only strategy game based on an anime based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Alright, well, I'm going to give it to Strong Bad, because it's only based off another thing. It's based off a Flash game, instead of being based off a thing off a thing. Based on two layers of thing, yeah. Technically, it's based on an anime, based on a manga, based on... Why do you people always get the phone call episodes? I'll be right back. 
Hey, how you doing? Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, Yokoyama Mitsutera Sangokushi versus Strong Bad School Game for Attractive People, of course. Why are both of these games have such long titles? <laughs> Ty, what do you think? Oh, I already said, uh, I want to go with uh, just one iteration of copies over... Oh, right, I remember now, yes. Okay. Uh, so you're voting Strong Bad. Tal, you voted for Yokoyama. Yeah. Uh, I really like Homestar Runner. I'm going to have to give it to Strong Bad. Uh, which means it goes right below Sturmovic. Uh, let's see here. Let me just copy and paste that in. And uh, this was deadly efficient this time. You know, this list keeps getting longer, and yet these episodes stay the same length, uh, which is a testament to our incredible talent and skill at all things. It's like it's like an RPG. We're leveling up at this job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, our list now, uh, as it stands... We have finally lost our worst game of all time. Number 25, Online Tennis Manager. Number 24, Desert Speed Trap starring Roadrunner and Wily e. Coyote. Number 23, Wild Wheels. Number 22, Scape On. Number 21, Arnhem, The Market Garden Operation. Number 20, Dekayanku, Tough the Truck. Number 19, Gods and Heroes, Rome Rising. Number 18, Warlords. Number 17, Elsa Dentist. Number 16, My Frogger Toy Trials. Number 15, Aruberia no Atome. Number 14, Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude. Number 13, Koi Koi Shimasho 2 Super Real Hanafuda. Number 12, Thing Bounces Back. Number 11, Yokoyama Mitsutera Sangoku Shi. I'm going to be fluent in Japanese by the time we're done with this list. Number 10, Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. Number 9, IL-2 Sturmovic. Number 8, Busy Scissors. Number 7, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Number 6, Bionic Commando. 2009. Number 5, D-Force. Number 4, California Speed. Number 3, Need for Speed Underground. Number two, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. And number one, best game of all time, two times running now, Iron Lord for the PC. And that is going to do it for this time. Something I keep forgetting to do is tell people that they should rate us on iTunes. I don't think the podcast is on iTunes yet, but by the time this episode's up, it might be. Please like and subscribe. Tell your friends of our great work. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's like under review on iTunes right now. Uh, Tal, I know you want people to leave you alone on Twitter, but is there anything you want to tell them? Is there any message you want to impart before we go? Uh, you know, you can write to me at, uh, bombcast at giantbomb.com. All right. That'll just forward right to you then? Yep. Okay, good to know. Ty, what about you? Anything you want to let the people know about? If you enjoyed this, my dulcet tones, you can also enjoy me on Roll for Your Lives, a D&D podcast. Hey, I'm on that, too. Uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, my porn tumblers at womenoffantasticalsizes.tumblr.com. My regular tumbler is at gamesfromscratch.tumblr.com. 
And my joke Twitter account is erotica underscore txt, which I'm logging into now to give you a quote from the world of online erotica. Uh, why did it... Oh, how did it... I thought I put in the erotica stuff. Why did I get my normal Twitter account? What's happening? Oh, God. Hold on. Twitter.com. Have they all merged together? Am I just... I don't know what I'm... Hold on. Well, this your erotic account is your real Twitter account. Oh, God. And SSJ Speed Racer is the alt. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it, now I mistyped the password. There we go. Okay, here we are. So, let's see. Let me just find a good one. Uh, okay, here's a quote from an erotic story. It was hot. Very hot. Was it always this hot? You don't think you had AC on in your car, but it sure was hot. That's gonna do it for us this time. See you next time on Let's Place.